Sagittarius, May 2023, Australia. May 1st, we start with Pluto turning retrograde in Aquarius, your third house. Communication, neighbors, siblings, cousins, um, colleagues, classmates, um, and your daily um, mind, I guess, mental traffic. Uh, this is going to be a transformation. How do you communicate? Possibly, is the example that comes to mind. Um, in the next 20 years, you might have seen what it's like in the short time that Pluto is in Aquarius. This will become more obvious during the retrograde, though, more intense. Um, <laughs> My cat always wants to say hi. And yeah, so um, just before it finished with your second house, uh, I think the best way to think about it is how have you changed in the last year? Um, in the last year, since 2008, that Pluto has been in your second house of Capricorn. You see the transformation, if you will look back to 2008, that kind of transformation has seen deep changes, um, an improvement, a significant improvement in your life, in your second house of possessions, resources, uh, earnings, um, salary. Uh, pleasures, senses, uh, sort of um, will show you uh, how your area communication, um, siblings and neighbors and all that I said before is going to change in the next 20 years. You're going to finalize those changes anyway in your second house this year. Then... May the second, you know, enters Gemini. This might mean that you're getting married or you're meeting your future spouse. Um, or you're getting engaged and you're setting the date of the, of the wedding. It might be a new business partnership that you will commit, like you will commit to a marriage or contract. But certainly, usually, really, um, your married part, your, yeah, your husband or wife. And then we have Pallas entering Leo on the same day, May the 2nd. Pallas entering Leo, Leo is your ninth house of um, gurus, mentors, sometimes your dad, if he is like a guru to you, like your mentor, you have that kind of good dad, um, your belief system or, or religion, if you have religion, 
your spirituality if you do any if you treat it as a religion would be with rituals um the ultimate truth um also it's university if you're a student or college um any training courses that you might be doing so you will sort of be very wise but very very wise in a very kind of pick your battles way and in a mechanical way in the how to get the best grades way and it's not necessarily the best way but that's the wisdom that Pala brings to that area in your life. Then May the second, geez, this this May the second is so easy. There's a Jupiter in Aries, semi-sextiling, Neptune in Pisces, Jupiter in Aries, Aries being your fifth house of joy, sex, sports, hobbies. Children, you have children. <laughs> um, you're an actor, this might be any new roles. Jupiter being in that area, semi-sextile in Neptune in Pisces, which is in its own house. Um, Pisces being your, what is Pisces? Oh geez, your fourth house of mother nutrition, how you nourish your soul, your mind and your body, um, your family of origin, your own family, but when you consider it as a group. Um, It feels very much like the expansion of your creativity, let's put it this way, can benefit with a little bit of effort and connecting it to your family, obviously. It can yeah, the blessings and expansion, they can benefit each other, basically. Your family, it might be that you are looking at how to play more with your children creatively. Um, as an example, then we have May 5th. The full moon, lunar eclipse in Scorpio. 18 months you have this uh, north node and south node in the Scorpio and Taurus axis. You've been trying to release something in your life, something major, because it's like the end of a cycle in your life journey. And it could be a spiritual, it could be 
you coming out of prison. I mean, the 12th house where um, Scorpio is can be the end of a hospital stay, a hospital discharge, um, the end of, um, depending on an institution, whichever institution, it might be, yeah, re being released from prison. Um, it might be being released of a prison that you created for yourself. I mean, it doesn't have to be with circumstances. It doesn't have to be like external, imposed on you externally. Um, can be the release of uh, certain spiritual bonds or experiences or certain hidden affairs the end of a hidden enemy <laughs> I don't mean they will die, I mean it could happen, you never know but uh, they might get bored of being an enemy which is usually the case People have lives and they leave them, um, hopefully. But I think the release has been something that you've been struggling with. So it's more of an active thing for you, I think. You knew you had to release it for the last 18 months. And you're not being able to, but the final release comes in on the 5th of May. You like to say, I know it's done and there's no going back. And whatever is ending is ending for good. I mean, you can't continue for six months, but it's going to be very difficult for you. And you know it's not going to last after that. It's just not going to happen. Um, you're not moving forward with whatever it is in that area. It could be th therapy. Or your reliance on therapy. Then in May 6th, we have Sirius 10 in direct in Virgo. Virgo is your 10th house or career, um, public rep reputation, social status, your relationship with your dad. Um, it might be very productive in a very productive period of time um, you have been you are reaping what you sow basically but uh, it's not a negative you're not been you're not gonna reap anything negative it's what like reaping the benefits of your hard work career wise you might get promoted you might be seeing your business grow because of the past labor while series was retrograde and Virgo. Um, then May 7th, Venus enters Cancer. Cancer being your eighth house of intimacy. Um, intimacy, shared resources, debt, taxes, inheritances. Um, 
it feels more like money will be put in this area it'll be more pleasant to deal to be dealing with these um matters um intimacy will become very sensual and pleasant with your partner the mercury because this is not affairs this is intimacy and sex with your committed partner um mercury turns direct in Taurus your six house of work open enemies um daily routines and habits uh short term health conditions or issues uh, so you have any health issues not l chronic one or long-term ones just short-term they will resolve will, or they will start getting resolved because now after that we have the post-shadow retrograde in of Mercury in Taurus until the end of May we start things will start feeling better um, from May 14th then we have Jupiter entering Taurus as well May 16th um, you'll definitely feel a lot healthier uh, your optimism will improve your health there will be a lot of blessings um, the end of some habit and the beginning of a new one more positive um you might actually a job that you are not happy with might end and a new one more that you will, will enjoy more will begin there will be loads of opportunities to get a job if that's what you want and that's what you need and you might uh finish being an employee and becoming your own boss that could happen you might fire uh, an employee who was not being very helpful to your business um there will be lots of opportunities to disarm your open enemies May 17th, Jupiter enters a square in Pluto in Aquarius. So there will be a tension between the blessings in this house of employees, your work as an employee, your daily habits and routines, um, the, tra the deep transformation that you're going to go through in 20 years in your communication your neighborhood your siblings you might be moving abroad because of your work Jupiter being abroad because of your work in Taurus your sixth house and that might mean the relationship with your siblings 
uh, will change because you will not be so close by or the other way around. You're returning home from being abroad. Um, you'll be closer to your siblings. That This is a tension between those things. Um, because the changes in Aquarius will not be easy. Mm. Will be more like an external <laughs> some changes that will be imposed by external factors and it will very be very difficult. They feel like death, Pluto. I feel I feel this tension between these two areas will be a catalyst of that transformation. The May 19th, sorry, we have a new moon in Taurus, which is the, I think you will, it comes after like the last eclipse in Taurus um, in this a nodal axis that we had of Taurus Scorpio in um, for eighteen months, and this is like how you enter that new what you have acquired, but you have that urge to acquire. Now you get the clarity of what you wanted and what you have fought for. Um, it's like you settle in that achievement. Um, it's been very difficult to get to this and it's in the area of um, six hours of work, daily habits, health, being an employee or one of your employees. Um, the May 20th mass finally enters Leo that mass retrograde in Gemini was a dose and the mass in Cancer is was quite the emotional ride uh, so I'm really happy that we're having mass entering Leo which is more compatible with the mass energy in May 20th you have it in your long trips, like abroad trips. So that might um, be that you're very active in preparing for that moving abroad. Um, and for your religion, your belief system, You'll be arguing about it, I think. It could, it could be one of the effects of this transit. Um, you might have had sex with a guru. That could happen. Uh, or a mentor. Not recommendable, but you know, each to their own. Um, this area of the truth is 
well, we'll get you out of bed and we'll make you move. Then we have May 21st. Sun entering Gemini, so a spotlight in your relationships. One-to-one -one relationships, business partnerships, married partner. Um, and that's all for me. I'll speak to you in June for readings. Get in touch. It will be in the notes for this episode. Thank you.